injustice, injustice, injustice for most, for most. That's my favorite Detallica album. (laughs) (laughs) I always call them Metlica because in their, in their like some kind of monster documentary, you remember that one about the like St. Anger making? Yeah. Yeah. James Hetfield is like writing down the band name and he forgets to put an A in Metallica. And he's just like, he's just like, man, 30 years we've been in this band and I can't even spell her name right. And he just says Metlica. So you're wearing your Metlica shirt and justice for most. Yeah. From then on, I just call them Metlica. Nice. And you're wearing Arinmedin. Arinmedin, the number of the soft kitty. Hey, I guess we should start this thing, eh? Mm-hmm. We're both wearing backwards hats. We're both wearing band t-shirts. So we're rip-roaring and ready to go. You're listening to the Adam and Kyle podcast, where we hope to ignite inspiration through seeking the extraordinary in the ordinary. We will bring you episodes where we will let you in on our decades-long journey as friends and have conversations with guests about their passions, learning through lived experiences, and what challenges and excites them. Also, listen for bonus episodes that revolve around our shared love for music as we take a deep dive into our favorite bands, albums, and what we're spinning. Thanks for hanging out with us and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of the Adam and Kyle podcast. By now, you know me. My name is Adam. I'm here with my bearded co host, Kyle Riggy. Yellow. We are. Coming to you from separate cities this time, the last episode you would have heard, or a couple episodes you would have heard, we recorded live in Calgary together, or I guess Okotoks, but this is the first time that we're actually quote-unquote getting together uh, in about over a month. Yeah, since July, I think, since you were in town on your transfer through, so I guess maybe the beginning of August that that was. Yeah, we've both had a couple of busy summers, and even though y'all have been listening to some episodes weekly, we uh, we do like record a bunch in advance. But this is actually the first episode we're recording, and yeah, in, in over a month because we, I moved, I moved back to BC. Kyle's had a bunch of stuff going on. Why don't you tell? Tell me what you've had going on, because I don't actually know either. So this will be <laughs> it'll be new to me and new to the people. Yeah, for sure. The uh, well, it's been a, a funny summer. Uh, the biggest event of the summer was actually my brother got married at the end of August, which was super exciting. Yes. And so we, uh, as part of the summer, we had his bachelor party. We had, uh, you know, the week before there's rehearsal dinners and all this stuff family in town and then the actual wedding. And then also uh, my company was contracted to do the uh, live stream for his wedding. And so there was coordinating that and, cool. and dealing with that. And, but uh, the wedding was fantastic. I actually did call Adam that night after uh, several beverages <laughs> uh, from those pops. Yeah. From the uh, shuttle bus back. And so he got to see uh, some old friends of his as well. And, 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 and me yep. and, and on at the end of the night and, while he may have been able to hear us, we couldn't hear him, and it was kind of hilarious. That sounds about right. Yeah, there's I a lot of yelling. Definitely hear you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, it was it was a really fun time, and we're super happy that uh, that he got married and, and invited his his wife into our family, and her family invited Ian into their family. So that was awesome. Uh, on top of that, I've been doing lots of work kind of refocusing Canadiana music, um, which I've kind of alluded to a few times of this new company that I'm starting. And uh, we kind of, we've met with some friends that are entrepreneurs as well and kind of gotten some down low and insight into how to be successful. And so we've been refocusing, which has been really fun, but uh, definitely a challenge. So I don't want to go too much into it until it's all official, but it's it's very exciting. And uh, when I'm ready to, to, to announce it it'll be very cool yes can't yes. wait yes um besides that i've been doing a lot of like one-off gigs uh so i've been working with uh, a company called fever up uh helping with their candlelight concerts and i've been working recent just last weekend i was on a gig 
uh, for an event called time Island. Um, but basically I was recording medieval jousting and melees. <laughs> it was awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It was, it was funny. I questioned myself a few times if I was dreaming or not, but it was very cool. <laughs> So people still do that stuff. Yeah. There are that's, world that's championships in jousting. Wow. Yeah. And there's like, do they dress and... up like in the whole night gear and oh, yeah. do the whole thing? It's like oh, 180 man. pounds of armor that they put on. Then they get on their horse and they run at each other with posts. <laughs> <laughs> Lances, I should say, but. Lances. Yeah. We should uh, try that one day. Well, I watched a guy get hit in the nuts with one of the jousting poles. So I actually don't want to try it one day because that scares yeah, me. That's, that's fair. Yeah. He was yeah almost passed out from the pain. So that was a little scary. Ooh, Purely an wow. accident, obviously, but uh, definitely a scary thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. I went into Prince Albert in Saskatchewan and played and uh, sound tech for a wedding and then played a couple songs at the wedding. That was for a cool. wedding. I didn't know. Um, but I, the night before we did a gig in Shellbrook, which is a town of 1200 people. And we played at the hotel and put like oh. 80 people in it, which is the first time in like 25 years, there was more than three people in that bar. So that was Jeez. pretty fun. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I, uh, learned that I like golf. Was that kind of <laughs> cool? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. We went golfing. Uh, well, I went golfing with some friends kind of towards the beginning of, or the beginning of August. And then, uh, mm -hmm. right before my brother's wedding, my dad, my brothers and I all went golfing and yeah, it turns out I like it. I just have to approach it with the right mindset that I'm literally there to spend a day in the sun and that I can play best ball right. and don't have to put too much pressure on myself. And yeah. then I can drink a bunch of beer and have a good time. Yeah. Oh man. I love golfing. I used to I hate just, it. <laughs> well, I can imagine because it's like, very very hard mm -hmm. to be it's good a weird at. motion yeah yeah it's it, it's like a lot of like yeah exactly unnatural motions and body positions yes but yeah it's a i went i've been a couple times since i've been out here and i just did like a full 18 last week oh that's tough it took like six hours yep <laughs> shot like 120 that's pretty good. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, that's like 50 over par. Well, I, I shoot like 120 by playing best ball and by like kicking out of sand traps and stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things that once you kind of start doing it, it's kind of addicting. It is except for when I first started golfing, like I say, I, I hated it. I couldn't stand it. I hated the people behind me always rushing me. I hated that. I couldn't like practice with the ball. And like, I hated that the motion was so unnatural that I couldn't do it. And then, yeah, I w took it off for a few years. I'd never went. And then, yeah, just this year, I like approached it totally differently and had a really good time. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Would you get so, up to? Um, it's a bird. Not as many things as you, it seems like, <laughs> but you're pretty consistently always busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember where to even start. Well, obviously I moved. Yep. Um, back to BC in, in, your, new, so in that, your new place is pretty sweet, right? Yeah. It's great. I'm in the new office right now. Hopefully it doesn't sound too wild in here. No, it sounds good. It's clear. I've got like books and blankets and you'll see we'll post and we'll post this picture on the Instagram later of this picture. I just sent Kyle before we started of just like this MacGyver <laughs> microphone set up because, uh, you know, bought a new desk and doesn't hold the microphone, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's you pretty hilarious. Learn. It's a, it's an engineering Marvel. It is. It really is. It's just like a bunch of books and it's all cooking books and it's great. It's, it works. I mean, I'm here. The <laughs> microphone is stable. <laughs> the microphone okay. is we'll stable. Get, yeah. We'll get Shures one day. Yeah. And then everything will be fine. Exactly. Um, we screw them into the top of the desk and yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, moved back. Um, I'm happy to say that the long job search is finally over. Nice. That's exciting. So Congratulations. I found a really, thank you. I found a really cool gig, uh, at a brewery out here called five roads brewing. Um, they have just incredible beers if you're into craft beer scene and all that. And their head brewmaster, his name is also Adam. So that helps. Nice. He connected right um, from the get-go. Yeah. But I, uh, been wanting to make that transition into the, into the front of house from the kitchen. And I just wanted to, you know, chat with people, learn the opposite side of the restaurant that I've been in for, or the industry that I've been in for like 16 years. And so I got yep. a cool opportunity at this brewery and so far it's great. My job right basically so far consists of pouring beers and chatting with people and watching football games when they're on. So you're tar bending. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's a blast. So the search is finally over. Um, what else have I been doing? We put a deposit on a new car. Oh, so that's fun. What kind of car? We're, uh, we're going full BC and we're getting a f the, the new, uh, all electric Mazda. Wow. I know that's exciting. Yeah. Fully electric. I mean, we haven't technically bought it. We just put a deposit on it. They'll come in in October. We'll take it for a test drive. See if we like it. Right. If we do, maybe we'll get it. If we don't, we get money back and the search oh. continues. Well, that's a no brainer then. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you have a, did you get to pick your color? All the new hybrid and electric cars are coming out with wicked paint colors. Yeah. This one, there was like a few different choices we could, it was kind of like a ranking system. Okay. The quantities are super limited. This car has been out in Europe for um, like almost the past year. And for some reason, the first shipment of them, of them coming into North America is coming to Quebec and BC. Oh, okay. So cool. super random. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's like, there's an all black one that we picked cause we like our black vehicles, but there's some really cool, like two tone ones with like a black roof and like a cool, like oh, yeah. chrome body and stuff like that. So there was a few different options that we picked. That's cool. Yeah. There, uh, I've seen on Hondas and Toyotas, they've got these new like two-tone paint colors where they're not like separated by roof and body, but they're actually like, depending how you see them in the light, they're a different color. Oh, like mystic dream. I actually think that is the color of my buddy's Toyota is like mystic dream. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's uh John Petrucci's like famous paint color on his guitar. The one that changes light and, or changes color in all different lights. Is it like turquoise and blue and purple? Yeah. And then like red and purple. Yeah. And some yeah, points. That's and... the same color as the Toyota my buddy has. <laughs> wow. Your buddy's got a mystic dream car. Woo. That's what I would call it. Yeah. Um, what else to do? Okay. So I guess in preparation of getting this new car, I'm pretty, I'm decently close to work. So I also bought a bike the other day. <laughs> nice. Like I a motorcycle? Oh, I, oh man i wish i know i'm gonna <laughs> do too. that next spring get yeah next year me license. too me too um no it's it's actually i re, i was realizing when i got it it's the actually the first bike i've ever bought for myself okay cool any other bikes was like my very first bike was just like a birthday present for my parents and then after that it was kind of like hand-me-downs and i don't usually haven't usually owned a bike so it's the first bike I actually just bought myself. So it just gets me to work in like 10 to 15 minutes and you know, that's awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right on. I like it. You're going to be, you're going to be that guy, you know, the family guy episode where Peter's got his dark secret and it's because he's a bicycle dude. <laughs> <laughs> and he just wears like that silly, like one piece that they yeah. all wear and with, like, with the helmet, with the pointy back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if I turned into one of those people? Oh man. I'd rather turn into like a stereotypical motorcyclist. Yeah. Join a club and. 
There's some cool bikes coming out. It's ruckus. They're like a retro style road bikes and they're cheap. They're like $8,000 new and they look like seventies, like roadster bikes. Like Husqvarna has one and Suzuki has one and there's a bunch of them and there's, they're small bikes. So they're like bombing around the city. They're not for like big, long road trips, but I was Mm. like, it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like those retro bikes. Me too. If one I've had my eye on for a while, they're like Triumph by oh, yeah. Triumph. They're yeah. Bonneville, or I think it is. Yeah. Oh, man. So nice. If I was to get a bike, uh, which, like I say, my goal for next year is to do that. Uh, but I'd get something that I could do long road trips on and like travel through the mountains and stuff on. Because I think just like just cliche E hitting the open road just sounds awesome. Doesn't it sound amazing? It does. And also being able to bomb around like to the city and back without my truck seems like it's mm-hmm. a very cheap way to yeah. travel. If you and get badass. Bike, yeah, exactly. If you get a bike and I get a bike, we should do like the States coast trip, like down to California. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I'll grow my uh, hair. Out. That'd be so good. <laughs> do it. I'll grow my knot beard out. <laughs> <laughs> And we can be badass bikers. There you go. Yeah. Um, what's what else? I think. Well, I joined a hockey team out here, so that's been fun. Had a right game on. last night. Sweet. Um, yeah. The first few games are always really tough because because <laughs> you haven't done it, <laughs> done, that, done that much physical exertion in a long time. Yep. Yeah. But I, I did that. get slashed in the hand last night. And the top of my fingers all bruised and it kind of hurts. Right. Right on my nucky, but that sucks. It's blessed. It's a really fun outlet for me of just getting out there and you know. Yep. Is it like a like a men's beer league or is it more serious than that? Or what's it what kind of hockey are you playing? Oh yeah, no, not serious at all. It's a oh, beer okay. league. Nice. Yeah. That's fun though. We're all just out there to have fun. Cool. They do have like playoffs and stuff at the end of the year. Um, and you play for like this little, like kind of trophy thing, but it doesn't mean anything. (laughs) (laughs) Most positive attitude, Adam Rishon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We've had this conversation before about participation trophies. Yeah. Because that was my first baseball trophy was most positive attitude. If you refer back to our late one of one of our earlier episodes, yeah, it would have been episode two, maybe, maybe episode one. Yeah. And it, and it came up in the sports and hunting one we just did, like it was released a few weeks ago. By the way, my brothers have been critiquing our podcast because there's been a oh, few perfect. times where I have accidentally stretched the truth. So for instance, like cougars are not actually endangered. They're just highly regulated for hunting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they listened to that sports quiz episode from the last one. And both of them are like, <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> they were both laughing so hard. They're like, how do you not know these days? I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know these things. <laughs> I thought you knew like a decent amount actually. Well, that's appreciated. So you just, your bar for me was a lot lower than their bar for me was. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. My bar for you was very low. <laughs> I just know you don't really watch sports all that much so i wasn't sure no exactly which like yeah it doesn't bother me it's hilarious i know lots about lots of other things just because i don't know sports that's true (laughs) um so that's that's my life any other questions before we kind of tell everyone what this episode's gonna look like no (laughs) (laughs) perfect so because it's been so long since we've gotten together, we decided that we were going to kind of combine two episodes. Usually we release like our, our main like conversation part of the podcast and like the guests and stuff for one episode. And then we reserve the here's what's spinning music themed episodes for another episode. Um, but one, we didn't get any guests lined up in time. Yep. But stay tuned. And two, because it had been like over a month 
since we have gotten together the the list of stuff that has come out or that is about to come still out still coming out <laughs> yeah. or just like it's absolutely honestly it's overwhelming at this point it is the media this year is just the content to consume is um insurmountable mountain almost it really is like it's 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 a lot i remember i'll get to this when I start announcing some of the albums that have been announced since we have gotten together. But after like everything that has already come out and then like one of my favorite bands, uh, a few weeks ago, Mastodon announced a new album coming out. And after that I put on Instagram, I was just like, this needs to stop. <laughs> I've never been in a point where I was like, I don't want any more new music. Cause I just can't, it's just hard to consume it all. And then it's hard to just like go back and even listen to a bunch yeah. of stuff. I feel like I'm having a hard time taking the time to digest the new content. Yeah, like I listen I to it mean. once or twice and then I move on to the next one and it's just, it's not fun for me or as fun as it has been. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and yeah, every single week there's something being released. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, when I, go through kind of the ones that are coming out in October. Like we're not even out of our busiest month. I don't think because October is like huge. Oh, there's some real big time Yay. things coming out in October. <laughs> Woohoo. Yeah. It's just crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go on record and say it now and we'll say it at the end of the year because we have discussed and we're going to do a, our top albums of 2021 at the, at the end of this year. Yep. Um, originally I was going to do 50, but my list is up to 82 <laughs> albums on. Oh, we're still like, we're just going into the fourth quarter of the year. So we've still got yeah. another 25 to 30 good albums coming out. Not to mention like the rest of the stuff I would imagine. At least. Yeah. So it might turn into a top 100. Yeah. Which that'll be a, It'll be a ride. Um, but what I was going to say is I'll, I'm going to go on record right now. I was, I told this to uh, Spencer the other day. And at first when I said it to him, he was like, you're nuts. That's just, that's ridiculous. And then he texted me like a couple days later, later and he goes, you know what? You're right. Um, this is the best year for music ever in the history of time. This is the best year in terms mm. of, not just in terms of quantity coming out, it's quality. There's a lot of people that would argue pretty heavily with that because oh, the sixties and seventies were pretty uh, influential on the music up until now. And there's a big turning point there. So oh, I know. I, I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just saying a lot of people might, I have to think on that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I know I will agree like from a production standpoint, a songwriting and like from an evolution standpoint, mm -hmm. I agree with you, but to say it's the best of all time it hurts. It hurts me to think about. <laughs> I know it's a bold statement. Yeah. That's just, that's just how I feel. And you'll see that reflected in some of these album scores. I was reviewing them last night and this morning. Um, so Kyle and I gave each other, was it 10 albums? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 albums, 11 albums. Jeez. Um, but I only listened to 10. He only listened to 10. Yeah. And he listened to the uh, didn't listen to like the worst one possible, <laughs> not the worst one possible. No, but anyway, didn't. what were you going to say? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you've heard our kind of album rating system in the past for those that listen to the here's what's spinning episodes. So we picked like eight albums out of a very long list <laughs> of albums that are already released that we decided just deserved to be spoken about. And so you'll see some of my scores reflected in my previous statement of this being the best year in music. Cause 
I was looking at them last night and again this morning and I was like, are these two like for some of them? Yeah. I was like, is this way too generous? And then I re-listened to some of like my top three and I was like, it's not, it's not too generous. Hmm. So it'd be very, uh, this is going to be fun. Cause I was very harsh. I was very critical of these albums. And you know what? Honestly, I was too. Cause every album on this list of the 11 with the exception of Billie Eilish, sorry, Billie Eilish, <laughs> yeah. I've listened to at least five or six times through. Okay. And one of them, like many more 30, maybe. Yeah. That might be an exaggeration, but a lot. At anyway. least a thousand. <laughs> You're not good with numbers, sir. Are you? No, sir. No, sir. So all that to say, we're going to, we, well, we did our catch up portion. Yeah. Um, and now is, this is our mustard portion. <laughs> and so we will stay tuned for relish. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle podcast is sponsored by Phoenix Song Productions. Phoenix Song Productions is an AV system provider and integrator specializing in live sound production and recording. Phoenix Song Productions also offers technical consultations, permanent installations, and rentals. Phoenix Song's newest offerings include live streaming consultations, on-site audio and video recording, as well as technical and creative education. Check our website at www.phoenixsongproductions.com for the next education or entertainment event. Follow us on social media. Check the show notes below for links to our website and all of our social pages. I have, I have a couple lists before we get into like this, this like 10 that we are actually putting full on scores on. Um, I'll let you decide for the people. I have new album announcements of albums that are about to be released. Okay. So, so the new album announcements list, everything will be at least everything will be released at least one week after you hear this episode. I also have albums releasing this Friday. There's only two on there. So that'll be albums that are coming out tomorrow for those of you that are listening. And then I have just to quickly go through the albums that have already been released that deserve a little tiny mention, but didn't deserve enough to put a full on score on. They will eventually by the end of the year, but yeah. Yeah. I think by the end of the year is reasonable. For this episode specifically, they didn't make the 10 cut. So what do you want to hear first? Uh, I think you should go with what's being released after like a week from now and then what's being released on Friday. And then we should go into our ratings and then maybe at the end we can sprinkle some singles on top. Sweet. Yeah. Singles and albums. Okay. Starting in chronological order, we'll have to fly through this because I have a feeling the 10 album ratings that we gave might take a lot of discussion. (laughs) Um, Don't know if I've already mentioned this in another episode, October 8th trivium in the court of the dragon comes out. That'll definitely, that'll definitely be featured on one of these episodes. Uh, also on October 8th, um, a brand new band that I discovered, uh, thanks to the boys, um, on at, at YouTube, uh, Nathan Johnny from the breakdown. And we will discuss that later, Kyle, because there's a potential guest coming from this YouTube channel. Basically they're basically they're two gents from Australia, Australia (laughs) that, uh, they do, they do like reactions to new music. And that's something I also really want to do with Kyle because I think it'd be fun. Uh, and these two guys are incredible at it and very fun to watch. Um, and They've helped me discover uh, a few bands on this list and on previous lists, actually. One of them is a Brazilian metalcore band called Axty. Okay. It's spelled A-X-T-Y. Um, I didn't include it in a list for Kyle to listen to because their album comes out also on October 8th. Um, and if their first single is any indication, it is going to be incredible. Cool. Um, another band that has come up a few times in this podcast. And I think I, I think I maybe have predicted this, Kyle, you can correct me if I'm wrong. October 15th, the 
40th anniversary remaster of road apples by tragically hip you predicted something very similar if not that exactly yeah and so it looks like um just a remaster of that album which is arguably one of their best and then a bunch of Mm -hmm. like bonus songs yep from those sessions so that's going to be cool uh october 22nd holy shit um not only is october 22nd my five-year wedding anniversary nice uh dream theater a view from the top of the world what a great gift from them to you i know right it's just like it's like they wanted to just say hey here's this <laughs> happy you. anniversary happy not anniversary. a great gift their concert just got postponed in seattle yeah, yeah there's been no. a few of those yep yeah um so that comes out october 22nd also on october 22nd uh, a new band that i'm slowly falling in love with don broco with yeah, their dude. album amazing things mm-hmm. and i'm expecting amazing things uh, another incredible band uh, who is touring with Under Oath and Spirit Box, and I am going to their concert in March. Every Time I Die, with their new album Radical, also released on October 22nd. I'm interested uh, in that one because I've never been a huge fan of Every Time I Die in general. Oh, really? Yeah. I've really, really liked their last two albums. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Especially wasn't, low teens. Wasn't it them that we saw at Warped Tour when basically all we were doing was listening to backing tracks and nobody was actually playing live? Mm, no, that was Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. No, I haven't seen Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, have I? I thought I thought it was Every Time I Die. The, the guy with the big hair and Spencer noticed at first when the guy was playing his hi-hat and it was not in time with the hi-hat being played at all. Hmm. But... Anyways, I don't uh, that. yeah, I, I mean, lots of people use backing tracks and for different reasons. And, and so, yeah. oh, as I've gotten older, I've been less judgmental of that. But uh, right. um, yeah, I just I thought that that was every time I die. Anyways, moving um, on. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, I mean, it'll be an album I'll give you to listen to. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then maybe I'll be rehooked and go back a few albums. Yeah, who knows? Uh, Elton John is coming out with a new album called the lockdown sessions, which is just like, okay. What a stupid name, but, (laughs) um, it is kind of cool. Like he, it's all original songs. He wrote a bunch of songs and it's like, uh, it's just like a bunch of features. Cool. Um, on that, that also comes out. I hope it's not second. I hope it's not too COVID heavy. Like the name's already enough. I know. Right. Yeah. Clearly just, uh, like a project he did while there's nothing to do. Yep. Uh, also on October 22nd, <laughs> um, uh, the new self-titled album from my morning jacket. Oh, nice. Which, uh, will be cool. I very much enjoy my morning jacket sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's too warm to wear my morning jacket. I know, but sometimes it's chilly and you just need a morning jacket. Yeah. Typically in BC, you need a nice morning jacket. Yeah, and that crisp Maybe fall weather. Waterproof. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good um, thing they're releasing it at just the right time. I hope yeah. it's on sale. And I'm always interested when <laughs> I'm always interested when bands release release self-titled albums this late into their career. Because mm-hmm. I think a, this is album seven or eight for them. So it's a bold statement. It's like basically mm-hmm. defining themselves in an album totally um so that's all coming out on my anniversary on october 22nd and i just feel bad for every band on that list that's not dream theater because dream theater is just gonna get all of the <laughs> listening time so i um, thought when you started that i thought you were gonna say and i feel bad for my wife that day because i'm gonna be listening to music all day <laughs> well maybe that too yeah uh okay i'm firing through there's still like 12 left um october 29th i mentioned it before mastodon hushed and grim uh the new single is incredible i think um some of the best sounding drums out there right now Mm -hmm. 
there's just there's <laughs> something about there's something about the way Bran mixes his drums, but especially this album, it, like it sounds like they're like live in an arena, but like in a good way. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. I listened to the single and I didn't love the way the drums were mixed, but I'm really used to like studio produced drums yeah. and then live drums being a separate entity. But if I approach it that way, I can see what you mean by that. Yeah. Apparently they, they recorded this album kind of like um, how rage against the machine recorded their self-titled album. So the band got together in a room like did their little sound check and just hit record. And apparently there wasn't very much mixing or mastering done after that. Nice. So it's nice. pretty raw. Cool. Um, which is really cool. Uh, also being released October 29th, uh, Bellacore, Blacker. <laughs> Belcois. Belcore. Uh, with their new album, Coherence. Um, I'm not a huge, like, death metal guy with like the really low growls this band just catches my ear the right way and i've fair enough i've been following them since like their second album has been released and everything they've done i've enjoyed and they they're just really good songwriters in that band um uh so yeah their new album coherence comes out on october 29th also on october 29th um Again, usually not a fan of this band, but the two singles that they've released have also really caught my ear. And that's Whitechapel with their new album, Kin. Okay. And yeah, they, especially their very first single, really cool stuff, like like some some clean vocals in there. They're playing around with like, like some really cool textures that not a lot of like really aggressive death metal bands do. Um, moving on, Omnium Gatherum with yep. their new album Origin that's being released November 5th. Uh, Silent Planet, really cool metalcore band. This is the year of metalcore, by the way. I think there's a I lot agree. of, yep, there's a lot of metalcore had like a really stale, like it was obviously amazing in the 2000s, yeah, and then it, and it's flattened out for a while. Totally. It's been like really stale for a while. Um, but these metalcore bands are coming back and it's sounding really good yep. and it's heavy again. Revisiting their genre and doing a good job of it. Totally. And you want to know why? Because they're all angry from the <laughs> <laughs> I'll take yep. that theory to my grave. <laughs> And then when everything calms down, all these heavy bands are going to go back to like some radio rock. I guarantee you. You think so? I you think know, so. I, I, I wonder though, if they realize that how this is being received might influence their future music writing. So one would hope. Yes. One would hope. Um, so yeah, silent planet, really cool metalcore band. Their new album iridescent comes out on November 12th. Um, a band that I thought didn't exist anymore and just a crazy band name, in my opinion, feed the sharks. <laughs> I haven't heard um, of them. Yeah. They released, they released an EP like maybe 10 or 12 years ago, a little like four songer that I really liked and I thought it was really cool. And I haven't heard anything from them since. Uh, and they have a new EP coming out also self-titled on November 19th um the next two that are coming out this year i have three that are coming out next year that have been announced but uh worthy of a mention um the next two that are coming out this year both on december 10th two bands that i think uh everyone needs to look out for as in i think they could become kind of huge within the scene that is uh, one of the bands, they're called Rising Insane. Okay. Um, terrible name, to be honest. Yep. Because it just doesn't flow off the tongue very well. Rising Insane. There's but a lot of they, they released like an album in like 2015 or 16, and it got a ton of hype. 
it was like number one on like billboard heat seekers number one on like hard rock and heavy metal lists for a long time and then they kind of like fell by the wayside and they had like that one year or a couple years of like really high popularity and then they kind of fell off and then they just announced their new album afterglow coming out on december 10th and the the two or three singles that are released from the album are killer really really cool stuff um i think i've heard the afterglow song was that released early in the year yeah yeah it was yeah i've definitely heard that song and it came up on a playlist and i loved it yeah um so watch out for these guys um and then another album that's coming out on december 10th uh also discovered from that breakdown youtube channel a band called siamese with their new album called home um i'm not really sure how to describe these guys it is like um remember the band like caskets we've been we listened to like that lost souls yeah uh kind of in that vein just another killer band out of australia um, cool definitely check out their single and then look for that new album on december 10th last three i'll go through these quick these are all coming out next year um but worth a mention uh, again another death metal band that i'm not that i only got into because they're album in 2018 uh fit for an autopsy oh yeah announced a new album oh what the future holds um i think it's a concept record the album art is incredible it's really cool looking uh that comes out january 14th um if you haven't heard the album the sea of tragic beasts by fit for an autopsy listen to it now it's um just like an incredible death metal record um also on january 14th <laughs> new album from skillet <laughs> called dominion i hope and it's better was it monster was their last album what well i that? hope it's better than the new single they released because yeah <laughs> do you remember when they were cool though like a long long time ago <laughs> they were cool back when their album cover was just a frying pan <laughs> yeah and well and then so they they like i didn't find them very cool before that and then they were cool for like two albums and then they were not cool again <laughs> yeah i think the last thing they did that i actually really enjoyed was the comatose album. i was just gonna say that that was a wicked yeah. album but it that was, was great. i'm just trying to load it up on spotify here their discography but it's not working but there was like the frying pan album and then there was like the um the album in between that had like a sandy color and then there was comatose oh, yeah. and those three albums were really great. And after that they sucked. And before that they weren't great. Yeah. Skillet is like huge. Yeah. My Spotify is not working either. Um, Skillet is just like massive. Like there, I was looking at their Spotify numbers and some of their songs have like half a billion listens. Holy why yeah. <laughs> well because they went radio uh, fair enough um the collide album is that the one you're talking about yes it is yes yeah that, that was a big fantastic one on it savior yeah like that album like really i good. still would love to i still listen to it beginning to end it's actually one of the cds i kept when i cleared out my collection nice yeah and yeah, rebirthing was great. Everything since then has not been good. Um, next time we get together, I'll add it to our our your homework list. But listen to Skillet's new single because <laughs> okay, oh boy. Uh, last <laughs> one, another another old school band from our days. Um, but they're unlike Skillet. Their couple singles are actually pretty good. Billy Talent. Oh yeah. I've liked Billy Talent. They're kind of like one of those bands that just sits in my back pocket as when I want to listen to rock. Yeah. Uh, so they announced a new album crisis of faith coming out January 21st. Nice. That'll be fun. So there's three already for the list next year. Oh yeah. And under oath. 
I think we yeah. mentioned that, but Under Oath Voyeurist comes out in January. They're pump, they're pumping it up so early. Yeah, and another thing Under Oath did that was very interesting was they just released a like a new single from that album. Yeah. And they released it's the the last track on the album and it's like 8 minutes long. Is that the the pneumonia or whatever it's called? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool song. It is. I know. I'm actually excited for this album and a little disappointed that it's four months away. Yeah. Well, I think their I think their tour is coming through Calgary, Kyle. So you should really get tickets. It's the lineup I'm... is Spirit Spirit Box. Every time I die in Under Oath. Yeah. Okay. That sounds pretty fantastic. And I paid thirty bucks for the ticket. Yeah. That is affordable, even. Yes. I'm I could just not eat for two days. It's perfect. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So that's. Oh man, that's been like an hour. Not, <laughs> but um, that's all the albums that are upcoming. And I'm also pretty positive I forgot some. And so, and there's surely still some to be. Don't call released. me Shirley. <laughs> um, really quickly, of all of those albums I just named, if you can remember them, is there a couple that like you're looking forward to the most? Dream Theater, uh-huh. Under Oath, and Trivium. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I knew there was one more. Yeah, same with and me. actually and- Don Brocco too, because I listened to that single and I really liked it. Oh man, that song is so good. Yeah, so that one as as a new music, uh, I'm really excited for that one. So catchy. You should do like a cool cover of that with your band. So yeah. That'd be a really cool song to cover. Yep. Um, yeah, that's the same for me and Mastodon for me as well. Right. Very excited about. Um, okay, albums that are releasing this Friday. Two quick ones. Uh, Wage War. Right. Uh, Maniac comes out this Friday. They're another really cool band. They like. They're a classic band that was like really heavy to start, and then they their last two albums have been pretty mellow radio friendly um and this album if the two singles are any indication it's gonna just be a ripper sweet um really cool and then i added this one in because i thought it'd be kind of interesting to hear it's um kk downing from judas priest yeah his side project um aptly titled kk's priest (laughs) (laughs) um and his new album sermons of the sinner uh comes out also on friday i listened to one single and i mean like if you like judas priest it sounds like it kind of sounds like old school judas priest so it's kind of cool nice we'll see if it makes it into my thing so that's it for upcoming okay um do you want me to quickly just rip through albums that people need to listen to before we get into our 10 or no Uh, yeah, maybe just, uh, do it quickly. And okay. th- these are just the honorable mentions because Adam and I haven't talked in a month. Yeah. And some of these, as you can tell by the very first one on this list have been released for quite a while, but they're worth your listen. Yeah. Um, really quick times of grace songs of loss and separation. Go check it out. Kill switch engage, uh, members, <laughs> <laughs> um, Bulb, uh, Misha Mansour from Periphery, his solo album called Moderately Fast and Adequately Furious, <laughs> which might be one of the best album titles of the year. Um, really cool, like instrumental album, really cool stuff on there. Um, Sleep Waker, their album Alias. Uh, Capstan, another sick band out of Australia, their album Separate. Uh, Spirit Breaker, if you're into like era and that kind of style of metalcore. Um, their album, Kira Nada, is incredible. Um, Kyle, we mentioned, we just mentioned them, Caskets. Yep. Another sick band out of Australia. Uh, Lost Souls. Definitely go check out their album. 
um, band called Afterlife, their album, Part of Me, another sick metalcore band out of Australia. I don't know what is in the water over there, but metal, I guess <laughs> there's some like, uh, holding absence. They'll be on my album of the year list at the end of the year. Just some really cool stuff coming out of there right now. Uh, if you're into like crazy death metal and slipknotty ish vibes, uh, slaughter to prevail, their album Kostolom is out. Um, it's a tough album to get through, but there are some real gems hidden in that album. That's really cool. You should work um, in sales. I should, <laughs> uh, a band called Lantlos with their album Wild Hunt. They're from, <laughs> they're from Sweden. You don't say um, <laughs> they are. It's like really cool. Like it's like, it's like metalcore meets like shoegaze. Okay, cool. Really interesting stuff. Um, another band out of Australia, the 500 with their new album, a world on fire. Uh, definitely worth a listen. Um, if you're into like kind of pop punky metalcore stuff, like Eskimo Callboy kind of stuff, chunk, no captain chunk. <laughs> um, yep. their, their album gone with the good days. Um, some really cool stuff, uh, in there. Um, I think Kyle, you put this one on the list. Demon Hunter, Songs yeah. of Death and Resurrection, Acoustic Reimaginings. Yeah, so it's basically all, a bunch of their old songs and they've gone and revisited them acoustically. And they're it's a good listen if you want to listen to Demon Hunter more relaxed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is some... I didn't listen to the whole album, but I listened to a few and there's some really cool stuff on there. Mm -hmm. Um. One of my favorite bands that I've discovered this year, Imminence. Um, they officially released an EP. It's called The Ghost EP. Um, we've talked about two of their songs already. Um, this EP is only, it's only three songs. Um, I encourage you and other people out there to listen. Uh, the order that the songs are in the EP go watch the music videos in that order. And it tells a whole story. Oh, that's pretty really nifty. cool. Um, here's a sharp left turn, but this album legitimately deserves some recognition. Uh, cause I'm not usually into this stuff, but it's, there's some really cool stuff on this album. The new Kanye West album Donda is like, I'll take your uh, word for it. Kanye West annoys me, but I'll listen. I don't like him as a person. Um, yeah. There's, he just, it's, it's like experimental. There's some really cool stuff on, don't get me wrong. There's a couple songs when I was listening to it with my wife that I was just like, this is awful. Right. But okay. There are some really cool songs on it. And as a whole, the album's, not that bad. Okay. Um, I'll trust the you. Neil, the Neil Morse band, their album, Innocence in Danger. Uh, if you just like prog rock, this is the album for you. Um, it's kind of cheating calling it one of the songs of the year because the song is 32 minutes long, but the closing <laughs> track, the closing track on that album, yeah, runs like 32 minutes, but it is like, it's phenomenal. Um, a band that really caught me off guard and, um, I was going to include this on the list that we're going through today to rate it. Um, this album just caught my ear the right way. The new album glow on by turnstile. Um, all I'm going to say is look for this on album of the years lists at the end of the year, like from like magazines like rolling stone and stuff like that and if it was any other year this album would probably creep into my top five but it might it'll be like in my top 20 i think it's phenomenal it's like punk rock weezer oh wicked it's like okay. weezer on steroids <laughs> really cool um metallica they remastered the black album um, and also put out that blacklist cover album 
um, I only listened to like the select few that I was interested in, but there's some really cool covers on that actually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Metallica also became the only band, the first band ever to have two of the same album technically in the billboard top 200 because (laughs) somehow (laughs) after all these years, the original black album is still in the billboard top 200. It's been something like 700 straight weeks. Oh my God. And their remastered version hit like the top 10 this past week. (laughs) Holy smokes. I mean, good for them. Like they nailed it with the black (laughs) album. Yeah. Um, also if you're really into it, um, Metallica just put out like a new podcast series. Uh, it's like five or six episodes long and they do like a deep dive into this album and it's really, really interesting actually. And I think every band ever should do a podcast (laughs) series around the process behind how they make their albums. Cause someone like me, I find that stuff really interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, uh, yeah, it just, it kind of makes you appreciate the black album a little more. And it's, it's just really interesting story. Um, Idola, their new album architect just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, it's really cool, really cool stuff in there. Um, a band called black foxes, they released a self-titled album. It's called black foxes. And, (laughs) um, that they're really cool too. Um, what are they kind of like? Uh, I can't think of what they're like. Kind of like Sigur Rós, but they sing in English. Cool, cool. Um, Crownlands with their new EP called White Buffalo. This sounds like a. This sounds like Led Zeppelin almost reincarnate. Um definitely go check that out especially the last track on that album i think i can't remember what it's called the oracle yes it's like seven and a half minutes long 13 and and a half oh it's that long yeah it is (laughs) wow it's really cool um the last two here (laughs) another another sick band out of australia normandy (laughs) with their album dark and beautiful secrets um really cool just like post-rock stuff on there and there's some really really interesting songs on there uh and lastly um the plot and you with their album swan song kind of like an experimental album for you i don't know how much you've listened to the plot and you before i haven't um <clears throat> they have one of like the heaviest records i've maybe ever heard it's like a good angry record it's called could you watch your children burn um no 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 uh this sounds nothing like that it's like they really kind of like have come out of their shell there's some it's a it's really cool it's a really cool album that's it (laughs) (laughs) that was that was a lot that's a lot so uh the name crown lands kind of grabbed me so i just went and did some quick research just for fun uh-huh. Um, but they are a duo out of Ontario, um, yeah. and they, uh, they have some indigenous heritage. Um, yeah, I think which, their lead singer is indigenous. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, he identifies as two spirit, which is part of that LGBT two, Q, uh, community. Um, but what I thought was interesting is that this album, um, white Buffalo, they were nominated for two Juno awards. One was for breakthrough group of the year. And the other one was for rock album of the year. And they didn't oh. win the rock album of the year, but they did win breakthrough group of the year for this cool. year's Junos. Yeah. Yeah. I discovered them cause I saw them. Who did they open for? Oh, this is going to bug me. I saw them open for someone in okay. Vancouver and they were really cool. Yeah, they they look cool. I'm actually pretty excited to dive into them a bit. Uh, yeah, they're they're very interesting. Um, yeah, this this new EP, um, very cool sounding. Wolf Mother, that's what they. It's kind of like a Led Zeppelin oh, Wolf Mother mix. Nice. Okay. What they sound like. Wicked. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> I think this is the time we'll take a little break. We'll, yeah. we'll throw a little ad in here. And then when we come back, Kyle and I will get into the top. No, I don't want to say top the 11 albums um, that also have already been released that deserved a, our little rating system. Yep. So Kyle and I all gave them a rating out of 25 in total of guitars, vocals, drums, songwriting, production, stuff like that. We'll all go through that. In the spirit of uh, Billy Eilish, I actually changed guitars into melodic instruments. Interesting. Okay, well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because otherwise, like in a few of the albums, we were missing like synths and we were missing horn sections and we were missing like electronic. So I just called it melodic instruments fair enough okay yeah yeah so we'll dive into that after hello everyone it's kyle here thanks again for listening to today's podcast we hope you enjoyed yourself please take a second to follow us on all of our social media links to our pages and any other material we talked about today are in the show notes below check back in next month for some additional conversation laughs and new music and we wanted to give a big thank you to Adam's sister, Amanda Rishog, for designing our podcast cover image. She's a beautifully talented artist that has a tattoo shop here in Calgary called Living Prayer Tattoo. She specializes in fine line work, sacred geometry, and botanicals. Follow her online handle at Living Prayer Tattoo on Facebook and on Instagram, where you can find all of her work and booking information. And lastly, thanks again to Phoenix Song Productions for the continued technical and financial support, which helped make this podcast possible. We'll see you next time.